Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino. We have a great show for you this week. We're going to be chit-chatting a little bit. We're going to be going through your emails that you sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Oh, I want to tell you, I'm going to just start off the show and tell you a show that I finished watching last night. And the finale was great, which I usually don't feel that way about these these series that you kind of get invested in. I'm usually like, oh, there was too many open ends. I don't really like the ending. But this ending I really liked. It's for a show called The Leftovers. Um, I started watching it with my mom when she was here, and then I just finished it last night. And it was good. It was only three seasons, so it's a pretty easy watch. It's like an apocalypse show. So if you're into shit like that, you would like it. It's kind of like similar vibes like Lost or you know, one of those and Justin Thoreau is in it. And I know I listen, I know I brought this up on the Patreon already, but I actually on the Patreon, I called him Justin Thoreau me off a cliff because I love that man. And, and I called him Justin Thoreau me into a wall. And, and that's really how I feel about him. But I had never realized that he is, he's like very cute and we love to see it. We really love to see that. He seems super um, chill and funny. And, and, you know, we love anybody that our baby girl, Jennifer Aniston, has ever loved. It's just the way that it works because she has a good taste. So who am I to judge? So I'm sorry. I have something always stuck in my throat when I first start um, recording here, guys. Um, But yeah, that was really good. And now I don't know what, now I don't know what I'm going to watch. My whole life is watching TV shows and I, and that's really all that matters. Um, I, oh God, I'm so devastated about what's going on in the Ukraine. You guys, I hope if you or your family or a loved one is out there, I hope everybody's safe and okay. And uh, it's just so unbelievable to see. It's something that it's so it's consuming, obviously all of the media as it should be. because everybody needs to know what's going on over there, but it really is devastating to watch. I have been reading up on the, you know, this conflict between Russia and the Ukraine for a few weeks, I would say, since uh, Russia started threatening the Ukraine. And it really is such a senseless act and it's for absolutely no reason. And it's so easy for people to say like, oh, why don't we just go over there? And it's like, I wish that we could you know, but that would make things even more messy. So we have to move so strategically um, in situations like this because Vladimir Putin's crazy. You know, he knows no bounds. So I will say the president of the Ukraine is unbelievable. I've just been in awe of this man since this whole thing has been going on. He's in the streets fighting. He's got the, all the gear on. And then, I mean, the speeches he's been making, I'm like, oh my God, this man, we have never in at least my life, it never in history seen somebody doing what he's doing for his country. It's so unbelievable. Um, what, uh, what an insane thing to see of a politician. I've never, I've never respected a politician more than I respect this guy. I love this guy. He's out on the streets, you guys. And then the U S offered him, um, you know, 
they said you could come here with your family and that way you'll be safe. And he's like, um, I, what did he say? It was such a badass. Oh my God. He was like, he said, I need ammo. I don't need a ride. What? And what's crazy. I was doing a little bit of reading about that guy. He was like on a show. He was on a TV show. He's like an actor on a TV show. That's unbelievable. So special shout out to him, Vladimir Zelensky. I know I'm messing it up. I know I'm messing that all up. But yeah, if you guys have family or friends out there, um, know that really the whole world is standing with you because nobody, nobody wants this to happen. Nobody wants this to happen. So silly. Um, all right. Like I said, we do have a bunch of emails that you guys sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. I'm just pulling them up right now. Uh, let's get into this one. It says, I like to cringe stalk. Sue me. Hi, Carly and the furry boys. First of all, I know you say as a disclaimer sometimes that you're not a therapist, blah, blah, blah. But my secret keepers friends and I are social workers and counselors, and we approve of your messages. So you're pretty much a licensed mental health professional. <laughs> in all 50 states. Oh my God. That's so funny. That would be nice. I wonder if I could have done that. I think if I applied myself, maybe I could have, um, but I don't know, you know, I don't know if I would ever be able to finish schooling in order to receive any type of certification, but I really do appreciate that. Uh, and then, and then they say, anywho, when you got Going on the rabbit hole about online stalking, I felt the need to write in. One of my favorite hobbies is cringe stalking ridiculous people who are two or three degrees of separation from me. <laughs> I just think humans are fascinating and I'm always shocked at how people are willing to present themselves online. I'm the Jane Goodall of Instagram. Uh, here are my two top cringe stalks right now. First, my boyfriend's Debbie Downer of an ex who moved to Palestine, yes, in the Middle East, to follow a guy that she's dating. She shared her personal blog on her Instagram bio, so I obviously gra grab a glass of wine and do some light reading on occasion. Side note, personal blogs are embarrassing. <laughs> um, girly, I will tell you something that I just recently learned a few weeks ago. Before I even continue with this email, I might... Okay. And I want you to stay calm, but there's this thing with like blogs, especially Tumblr. I don't know if it's for Tumblr specific. Um, but I think it's like a blog thing where if you have a link in your bio and somebody clicks it, you get a list of who clicked it. Like it gives you their Instagram handle. And I, I swear to God, I didn't know this until a few weeks ago. And then I saw this video of a girl, God, I wish I saved it. I saw this video of a girl, like, look, this is how you can see who's looking at your blog. And it's like, it goes by whatever traffic, uh, like if it's on Instagram or if it's on Twitter or whatever, it'll say like this Twitter user and it'll say your handle. And I really hope for you that that's not what's going on, but I'm sure that she doesn't, I'm sure that she doesn't, she probably doesn't know. And it's going to be fine and you're going to be okay. And I'm really sorry if I just ruined your day, but there is a way to do it. Um, maybe she's not that tech savvy though. Maybe this girl, cause this girl that I saw the video of, she was like, I'm just trying to see if my ex-boyfriend's looking at my thing and look at how often he looks at it, which I'm like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing to post that on like TikTok. 
and totally drag this man, but Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Um, okay. So my fingers are crossed that that's not the situation. Uh, okay. The next one is the second is who will call quote unquote cheer coach. When I was single, I had been dating a guy who was like, I have a cousin who everyone suspected was gay, but then he married a woman and had a kid. So he must be straight. So of course I had to see for myself. I find his Instagram. And let me tell you, the gaydar was firing on all cylinders. His bio even says, follow your heart. (laughs) This man is a year has a year round fake tan frosted tips I'm confident that he wears mascara. The best part is he's a professional cheerleading coach. In the summer, he frequents Cherry Grove on Fire Island and shares photos of male friends that he's with. Like, where's your wife? Maybe he has an open relationship with his wife. Maybe they're like polyamorous or something. But also, I just want to say about the tan and the and the frosted tips. And I kind of am looking at that not even as a gay thing. I'm kind of looking at that as like, that is like a very early 2000s vibe because all of the guys around that time were with the fake tan and the, and the frosted tips. Stanley's knocking over his water bowl for the 14th time today. And I'm going to drop him off at a bodega. I'm going to drop him off at a bodega. Did you hear that? Yeah. Um, God, I love him so much, but they're, you know, they're typical men. They do what they want to do. Uh, but yeah, I think frosted tips is very, very, uh, I want to say 98 degrees in sync, Backstreet Boys. Do you ever see people that really, really do look like they just came out of a time machine from like 20 years ago? And not ironically, not like, oh, I'm wearing vintage clothes, but like, no, I bought these clothes then and I still have them now. And I never switched it up. Those people are fascinating to me. I love them. And you want to know why I will agree with this girl. I am so fascinated by like people that I not necessarily went to school with, but people that I knew around the time when I'm like young and I'm like, oh, what are they up to? So I'll just be clicking and, and going on everybody's uh, going on everybody's social media profiles and figuring out who'd you marry? Who'd you have a baby with? What's going on? What do you do for a living? Where do you live? I have so many questions. I'm fascinated by that because I always wonder like, what, what would my life have been like if I hadn't left the town that I'm from? Right. And like, would I would, I just, I already know what would have happened because this is what everybody that I went to high school with did. Everyone I went to high school with married someone else that I went to high school with. Like they didn't even try and go to another town. They were just like, listen, I'm marrying someone that I was in a homeroom with for, from seventh to, you know, 12th grade. And that's going to be my husband. But God bless, man. You know, if there was anyone probably close to me, I probably would have done that too if I hadn't left home. Um, but yeah, I'm so fascinated by just like people's lives. I love it. I love it, girl. I thousand percent agree with you. Uh, okay. So, and then it says, I was so fascinated with this man that I told my closest girlfriends who all followed him. Embarrassing for us. Yes, I know. Now we have an Insta group chat called the cheer fan club where we share our theories on his life. Is his wife a beard? Does she not think he's gay? Is he actually straight and just very 
devoted ally. Uh, mind you, none of us have ever met this man in real life and likely never will. He has no idea. He has such a small fan group <laughs> of devoted women trying to psychoanalyze him. All this to say, it can be fun to be shamelessly cringe stalking online. The dangerous territory is if you're going to do it out of jealousy or spite, then it can really be detrimental to you. But as long as it's in good fun, I say happy scrolling friends. Uh, and then, oh my God. And then, <laughs> oh my God. And then she gave me the links to both of them. And I will be, I will be looking at those. Ooh, you know who else I like to like find online? Um, like people you see on reality TV shows, like not that it's not that it's much takes much lurking to do, but like I am obsessed with reality TV people and like their lives. I'm like, who are your friends? Feel that way about the whole Love Is Blind cast, which by that way that was a whole fiasco. I have the tabs on my uh, I have two new tabs on my Instagram for the new Love Is Blind series. Um, okay. And then let's get into this one. Hold on. Okay. 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 So let's get into it. Basically, I'm seeing this amazing woman. I'm talking sweet baby angel cutie. She's smart. She's funny. She's so sweet and caring. And she's fun to do literally anything with. And not to mention, she's a total hottie with the cutest smile. I've been single for eight years. <clears throat> Turns out I was probably barking up the wrong gender tree, but also have never met anyone like her. So we've been seeing each other for about two months. And on Valentine's Day, we had a cute night where we saw a comedian and ate dinner together and had a beautiful time per usual. We went back home and we may have had a little bit too much to drink, but we ended up but we brought up becoming girlfriend and girlfriend. And my very historically single self wasn't prepared for that and had a little bit of an unexpected freak out caused by my own personal anxieties and overwhelm. Uh, she was patient and understanding and kind, and we decided to put off the quote unquote labeling. And she was more than happy to wait until I'm ready. I know she's an angel. So now here I am wanting to make sure that she knows how specially she is and how serious I am about her by giving our girl Carly by having our girl Carly ask her to be my girlfriend on the potty. So Devin, will you be Alyssa's girlfriend? Oh my God, you guys, I, this is so exciting for me. Anytime I can be involved in like any type of relationship happening, I feel very blessed. I feel very, very blessed right now. And I hope that you guys have a very happy relationship together, Devin and Alyssa. How cute. I wonder if you guys are listening together. Um, oh, and then she gives a picture of her cute dog. Wow, this dog is very cute. I would say this is exception exceptionally cute. I love it, you guys. I hope uh how cute was that? I that that has never happened here on the podcast. I've never been, you know, roped into to a relationship. And now we're officially, I mean, I would say we're essentially a thruple. We are a thruple at this point. Um, but that's exciting. I was, I don't know if you guys remember a couple of years ago, I, uh, was on, I was doing a show and before the show, the manager was like, would you, uh, like bring a guy up and he's going to propose to his girlfriend. And I'm like, yeah, sure. That's fun. 
you know, I feel like I got to be a part of that. And then I feel like I was married. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Congrats, girlies. This next one is called Girly Advice. Hi, Carly and Princess Robert and Stanley. Love you and your words of wisdom. I realize this can be a sensitive topic, but I thought you can provide some insight. My very sweet and awesome live-in boyfriend of two and a half years, who I'm planning on marrying someday soon, uh, were at dinner the other day. The restaurant was in a hotel that's supposedly haunted. I brought up ghosts and if he thought they were real. Then we got into what could be like, are there energy or spirits or what? He said, in quotes, I think they could be real. And if they're real souls between heaven and hell, possibly. And I was like, wait a minute, you believe in heaven and hell and the afterlife and you get judged if you let in or not. And he said, yes. And I said, well, what does it take to get in? And he said, you have to be Christian and believe in Jesus. And I said, I'm not, and I don't. So he said, well, then you're probably going to hell. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. That's, that's a, you know, that's a dinner conversation. If you want to have one. Imagine eating like bruschetta and the person that you're dating and want to marry is like, mm, you're probably going to hell. <laughs> and I don't mean to laugh, but if that ever happened to me, I don't know what I would do. I would be like, okay, are you going to finish that? <laughs> oh my God, I'm dying. Okay. So she says, I burst out laughing, but he was serious. I was like, you know, I'm a good person and I'm still not getting in by your standard. And he said, I don't make the rules. <laughs> oh my God. Not him telling you that you're going to burn in hell. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know it's not funny. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. And I'm not laughing. <laughs> I'm not laughing at people that believe in heaven and hell. I'm not laughing at people who are religious or devout in any way, whatever your religion may be. I'm not laughing at you, but you know what? I'll get into that in a second. Um, she says, I was floored, not because I believe in any of this, but because he honestly thinks I'm going to hell and he isn't bothered by it. He says, I can believe what I want and I'm making my choices. The funny thing is this man doesn't go to church and religion has never even been a part of our lives. We made it a joke and said, I will be fine because I love hot showers, doing hot yoga and listening to true crime and serial killer podcasts. So I may actually like it. All fair points. This scenario was a plot on an episode of Seinfeld, and I thought it was hilarious and ridiculous. Turns out I'm the real life Elaine. Is it a red flag that he thinks about me and thinks this about me and isn't really concerned? It's not a deal breaker to me, but it's not a big part of our lives. Would love your thoughts. <laughs> I, girl. And again, okay, so I'm not laughing at people who are religious, like at all. Whatever you believe in, whatever gets you through the day, whatever makes you feel good. I, I'm not judging anyone in this scenario, but, um, first of all, you saying that he's not really religious is makes this like a whole different thing. Um, I think, yeah, I get what you're saying where you're like, well, if he thinks I'm going to hell, why is he not trying to like, you know, cleanse me or something, at least putting an effort in, I don't know. Maybe he could take you to church with him, but he doesn't even go to damn church. 
I will say this. I think that there are a lot of people like in this world that are a little bit of hypocrites. Like, for example, we were just talking about Love is Blind, that show Love is Blind. This girl was like, I'm a Christian. I need to marry a guy that that um, matches my values and all this stuff. And um, then she literally tried to steal someone's husband away from her. So I think people pick and choose. It's like, oh, you're devout, but are, are you guys banging before you get married? Because last time I checked, that was not that was not one of the rules over here. Um, you know, but I guess everybody has their own boundaries and limitations to how they practice their religion. I do think it's, it's the weirdest part about it to me is that he's not going to church. Um, also do Christians, I feel like such an idiot for not knowing this, but do Christians believe that only Christians go to heaven? Like can Catholics go like there's nobody else. So you're telling me that people believe that everybody that, you know, they like, they preach this, like, I accept everybody and I know I'm offending people and I'm so sorry. And I'm not trying to, I just need to kind of grasp this because I'm not a religious, you know, I wasn't raised super religious. I was raised Catholic, but you know, um, but it seems so hypocritical to say like, well, we accept everybody except you have to believe in the same exact thing that we believe in. Nobody else is allowed. It's like, okay, that doesn't, I don't know if that sounds right, but Hey, I I need to do a little more, um, you know, studying on this, but girl, yeah, I would probably say something to him in like along the lines of like, Hey, uh, you really think I'm going to hell and you're not trying to help me not go to hell? Like, what the heck is going on over there in your brain? Okay, you guys, a quick word from our sponsors. This week's Secret Keepers Club is brought to you by Green Chef. Eating well is self-care and sometimes all we need to help ourselves is a little help. Green Chef is here to help you eat better and feel better. Every week, Green Chef sends you new recipes with over 30 meal choices every single week and the flexibility to switch plans. You'll always find a nutritious meal that tastes great. You guys know I'm always gonna, I'm always gonna support these types of um, services where like they drop it off at your house. You have all the ingredients that you need. You get all the recipes, you cook, you eat, you're happy. You don't have to go to the store 5 million times. Cause I'm always, I'm always re- forgetting something at the darn store. And I have to go back. And then I walk in, they go, who's this girl that's here 17 times a day to make a freaking sandwich, you know? So Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well, both easy and affordable. Saves you some time. Uh, You don't have to go to the grocery store. You don't have to stand in line. You don't have to haul it all back home. Green Chef shows up right at your door with everything that you need. If you're busy like me and you need to eat healthy, Green Chef fits perfectly into your lifestyle. You can go to greenchef.com slash secret 130 and use code secret 130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. That's G-R-E-N-C-H-E-F dot com slash secret 130 and use code secret 130. Uh, Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Uh, This next one says, help me break up with my boyfriend. 
Hi, Carly and the sweet baby angels, Stanley and Robert. I've been a listener since day one. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Love to see it. Love to hear it. Uh, since day one of the potty and huge fans since forever. I legit think we could be best friends if we met. I believe that too, you guys. I will recruit all of you into my friends group. Uh, anyway, jumping right into the juice. So I think I need to break up with my boyfriend, but I can't find the balls to do it. We've been together for a little over six years and we had planned to move in together this May after a long-winded discussion in January about how he felt like he needed to live with me before he proposed. That's the first issue because I'm fabulous and he should want to marry me anyway, but he said he's not sure and he's scared of what the future might bring, but that's a whole different story for a whole different day. Fast forward to last week, um, he took a work trip to Miami where he hardly texted me and didn't call me at all. For most girls, this might be glorious, but I like talking to him and especially since we don't see each other every day. Then I came to find out he was he spent practically every night with his very attractive female coworker. They were going out and getting drunk to the point where he blacked out one night. I got a little jealous and let him know that I was upset about it because I felt like he took a vacation with someone and forgot about me, but he assured me that I had nothing to worry about and that she's just a friend and that he's going to keep being her friend. While I wasn't thrilled with his response, I accepted it because I know he has to work with her. Fast forward some more. He told me tonight that he actually has a crush on her and has feelings for her. Okay. While he's not in love with her or anything, he said he finds her attractive. He really enjoyed spending time with her and getting to know her more when they were in Miami. This boils my blood, especially because he's been adamant that he's going to remain friends with her because he doesn't see anything wrong with it. Uh, I'm, I'm getting annoyed. I'm getting annoyed for you. My blood is boiling now. <sighs> now I'm feeling like he lied to me when he said I had nothing to worry about because I obviously do if he wants to bang her. And things really... The thing that really made me blow up was when he threw out this argument about how, how hard it is being a man with all the temptation out there. Oh my God. Can you believe he said that? No, I can't believe he said that. Girl, I'm losing my shit because I really love this dumbass and I have pictured myself marrying him for years now. I feel like my whole world is coming apart and I don't know what to do. I'm worried and I that I need to break up with him, which is quite literally the last thing I want to do. Help me. Thank you for listening to my rant. I will probably cry my eyes out. Oh, if you read this, but I will also be super grateful. Oh, well, thank you so much for writing in. I feel absolutely terrible that this has happened to you. This is so devastating. Number one, you've been with him. I, I, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you real. Okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to give you the support that you need now. Cause I think this is what you need to hear. And again, I can't tell anybody what to do, but I'm kind of telling you what to do. First of all, the first red flag is that you've been together for six years and he still doesn't know what might happen in the future. Get the fuck out of my life. I'm out. I'm done. If you're not sure, then I'm out. That's my rule. He, you both should know. He needs to know. It feels like you already knew that you wanted to marry him. You want to spend your life with him. If there's such an imbalance on something so vital and so important like that, then it's just the, it's almost like the power struggle is fucked up. Uh, the power imbalance, you know what I'm saying? Because that's really what it is. It's he thinks and he feels that he could do these things because you love him and you want to take this next step with him. And he's like, yeah, I could kind of do whatever I want. Let me see if I could hang out with this girl. And, and I know that she'll forgive me otherwise, you know, Okay. 
let, let, let me decompress here because now I'm all riled up. I'm going to take a sip of my iced tea. Okay. So there would be absolutely no way on earth. There would be no way on earth that I would stay with this man. Okay. He's treating you like you're not his first option right now. He is jeopardizing a six-year relationship that you guys have had together and everything that you've been through and all of the shit for some random girl that he works with. Now, here's what could happen if you guys break up and he decides he wants to try things out with this girl, which he desperately feel, I guess he desperately feels like he needs to do. She's probably going to be like, oh my God, this weirdo broke up with his six-year girlfriend to hang out with me. This guy is crazy. It's too much. They're not going to end up together. I promise you that. And if they do, you tell me and I will, I will eavesdrop. I will, I will, um, crash their wedding and I will ruin it. I will ruin it for them, girly. I'll make the speech. I'll be like, I was, I'm the uh, maid of honor and I hate, (laughs) um, but no, you do deserve better. You deserve, everybody needs to hear this. You deserve somebody that knows for sure about you. No matter what level of a relationship you're in, whether it's a new, a new one, somebody you've been with for 10 years, somebody you're married to, engage, even a friendship, something like that, you deserve somebody that knows for sure about you, period. Don't accept anything less than that. If somebody has you wondering or stressing out, oh, what do they think about me? Fuck that. Bye. I'm good. Girl, and I, and I, and again, I can't tell you guys what to do, but I do think you should get a kitten. I do think you should get a kitten. And that, that, that I think would make you feel a, a little bit better because they're fluffy and they're fuzzy and they're cute. And, and especially when they're little, it's like, are you kidding me? Like, how is this even real? It's like a baby tiger. What? So I think you need to tell him exactly how you feel, that you feel disrespected that he went behind your back and lied to you and was hanging out with this girl and not contacting you. Don't, you don't have to say much more than that. He gets it. He knows that this isn't the right thing to do. If you did this to him, he would be upset. I love when like a guy does something wrong and you're like, um, if I did this to you, would you be upset? And they're like, no, really? You wouldn't be upset if I cheated on you? No, I would forgive you. You would? (laughs) God, I've had these fights so many times. But I like know the script. But I would just tell him, you hurt me. Um, We've been together for so long. I deserve the respect of honesty. And um, you're obviously not the person. You're not the person because I deserve somebody that knows for sure about me, period. Now go with your little coworker who's going to think you're a psycho for breaking up, for us breaking up so you could freaking kiss her. Okay, cool. Bye. Do I think they hooked up when they were in Miami? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. 
but also why the fuck would he tell you why would he tell you oh my god this is all like this is trickling down now this had so many layers but also the fact that i you know who i am gonna be instagram stalking is this girl's boyfriend because him saying it's so hard being a man with all the temptation what guys really are out here pretending that they're brad fucking pitt they're pretending that they look like michael b jordan and can just walk down the street and these these women are throwing themselves at them it is so insane the way that they view themselves is a total opposite most of the time of how women view themselves <laughs> it's crazy to me if a girl you want to know what i would be in jail I would be in jail. I would say cancel my plans. I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be going to jail. And that's it. Keep us updated on that. You deserve better. You're strong enough to do it. It's gonna be hard. I never want to make you know breakups sound like oh no, it's gonna be easy and liberating right off the bat. It is gonna be liberating for you later on when you find a person when you are comfortable after you know, you go through the ebbs and flows of a breakup, which is like so devastating at first. But after that, you're going to feel very liberated. And then you're going to find someone you're going to go, oh, this is what it feels like for a person to really give me a hundred percent and not have to question it. Um, but it's hard at first, but it's worth it after that. Um, you know, it, it really is a devastating thing. Breakups are, breakups are hard. And, and I've only really ever, um, you know, I've been in many relationships before, but I've only ever really had like one really bad breakup. And even still, of course I'm over it. And I don't wish that it, you know, I, I would never wish like, oh, I wish we never broke up or anything like that. We needed to break up. It was not good. Um, but even still, I, I will get like, if I really think about it, I'll get upset even just thinking about it because it's like, I'm upset at how upset I was, you know, you remember that part in your life. And you're like, oh my God, that was so sad. You know, it's sad and it's okay to be sad, but you'll get through it and you'll be better off. I promise you. Do you really want to spend the rest of your life with somebody that you have to worry about every time they go to fucking work? No, life's too short. Um, okay. This next one, something's going on in the damn universe. Okay. We got the two, we got the two girlies that are now dating. And then we have a bunch of people, all the straight people are fighting. All the straight people are, are really going through it this week. Um, okay. So this says 17 years and ghosted. Hey, Carly, first of all, you are the baddest bitch. I wish we could be friends if I lived in New York City. Girl, we could be friends if you lived in New York City. Anyway, I was dating someone for legit 17 years and he decided last week that he no longer wants to see me. 
On top of that, he's blocked me on all social media and my number. I'm embarrassed to admit that he owes me $1,300. That's not a small amount, and I hate that I let him borrow that much money from me. At this point, I'm fucking lost, and I can't tell too many people what has happened because this guy has hurt me so many times. All I'm asking for is a little compassion and some real truth. This hurts so bad, I don't know how to continue at this point. Thanks for always making me laugh. I need it right now. And then um, she gives a fuck, Mary kill that we'll do at the end. But I'm really sorry that you're going through this. I can't imagine spending so long with someone, almost two decades with somebody. And then they just kind of abruptly leave. There's really nothing. The only thing you can do is stick to your guns and go like, I am not talking to him anymore. I am not answering him anymore. And I know that this money is going back and forth. Like, oh, well, he said he's going to pay me back or whatever. He's going to hit you up being like, I'm going to give you the money back. And then you're going to end up hanging out again and you're going to see him and it's he's going to be apologetic. You know how these things go. But don't don't be there for somebody that treats you like you're an option after all this time. You know, at this point, let him keep the $1,300 and it's an expensive lesson learned. Block him on everything, change your phone number and that's fucking it. The saying nothing means more than anything in these situations. You got to just say, okay, I learned that I learned this lesson and I'm not going to go back with him because like you said, you guys have had a lot of back and forth. He's hurt you a lot of times. Everybody gets to a breaking point. Love, love expires sometimes, you know, it doesn't matter how much you love somebody. If they're doing this to you time and time again, you gotta, you gotta eventually Everybody has their point that they'll get to, but you you got to walk away because think of it like this. Like if you were to accept him back when he comes back, which he's definitely going to, because it seems like he has before. And this is just what he does. I think that say you're together for 17 years now, if you were to accept him back, you could be writing back in, in a few years going, I, I was with this guy for 20 years, 20 years. I'd rather call it at 17, you know? And it's hard not to look back on relationships as like wasted time, but I don't think they are wasted time. I think we learn a lot. We grow. People teach us things. People take us to different points in our life. And and they normally, even if it's a bad relationship, after the healing of that, you do become a better person, you know? So focus on yourself, do something nice for yourself, take it day by day, give yourself a little bit of grace. Don't beat yourself up over it. This doesn't have to do with you. He obviously is, is not, you know, he's obviously not nice. Look at this as he spared you. He did you a favor and he's telling you what he is. So listen to him, not a dependable person to be in a relationship with. But it'll, I mean, 17 years is so long. I'm so sorry, but it it will get better. You just have to stick to your guns about it. So hard. I, I know this part of a breakup too, where it's like you break up with somebody and you're in this, like, uh, I would call it like a withdrawal period, right? Because it kind of feels like if you've ever been really heartbreak, heartbroken going through a breakup, you know, like it literally feels like you're sick, like you have the flu. 
your bones hurt, your muscles hurt, you can't get out of bed, you're nauseous, you have anxiety. It's a nightmare, right? So when you're going through all that, sometimes the person just does like the bare minimum and you're just like, oh my God, I don't want to feel this way anymore. So this is what's going to make me not feel this way. And that's not true. It might cover it up for a little bit, but it's like putting a little butterfly stitch on, you know, a broken leg. It's not going to help you. But I understand. I think there's a certain amount of times in every relationship where you're going through breakups aren't like, hey, I'm done. Bye. It's like months or weeks of knowing and you both kind of know and you're fighting a lot and you resent each other and every little thing bothers you and you just kind of both are like, it's about to happen, right? And then there's a back and forth, there's a bad fight, there's the breakup. And then after the breakup, there's the, I miss you, I love you, I miss you, I love you for a little bit. I mean, you just, there's so many phases to it. So it's so easy for when you're feeling that vulnerable thing of like, my life has changed so much. I miss this person. They were a part of my life in such a major way. Um, you know, it's easy to, it's easy to run back. It's easy to go back. But I think this time you got to just, you got to wipe your hands clean of it because it's not serving you. And, um, I know 13, listen, $1,300 is a lot of money. And I hate to be like, you know what, this is an expensive lesson, but maybe you can like, I don't know, tell him, listen, Venmo me this money today or cash at me, Zell me, whatever this money today, or I'm calling the police or I'm calling a lawyer, not police, but like I'm calling a lawyer and the lawyer will get it. So unless you want to pay all this money in court fees, like just to give me this $1,300 back, I, I would just Venmo me back now. You know, like that's a lot of money. Um, but listen, if you don't get it back, it is what you just got to bite the bullet. Um, okay. So this one says, Hi, Carly and the furry baby angels. Thank you for doing the potty every week. It makes me sane each Monday. I'm writing in because I wanted some advice on a friends with benefits situation I was having. I was friends with benefits with a guy for a long time. We were hooking up for the better part of two years on and off at this point. We were great friends, but decided we were going to just hook up because neither of us were ready for a relationship at the time that we talked. We had never really stopped talking um, to people, but in the meantime, neither of us had a relationship, but it seemed like it wasn't going to stick just flings. Uh, we recently, oh, sorry. Well, recently I met a wonderful man and started dating him because he makes me happy and checks off a lot of my boxes. Uh, we've been dating for about a month. I finally saw my friends with benefits obviously. And I had to break it to him because I'm not a cheater. I explained to him and he seemed to initially agree since then I've had to see him at some social gatherings, but he's become a lot more attentive with me. Uh, to where I've had to check him and tell him, no, we're just friends. When I've seen him since I cut off the benefits part, he started acting like he's pursuing a relationship with me and has started acting more serious with his intentions. He's gone from complimenting my eyes to trying to plan trips. And today he gave me a hug because he quote unquote loves me. It's been very conflicting. 
with how he was behaving before from a little bit of communication to him trying to text me every day and mentioning that we should move in together. I have no idea how to approach this anymore other than the boundaries that I set already. It's sad because I think I would have accepted him a year ago, but now I'm not so sure. Um, should I tell him to back off and cut it off with him or tell him to just leave me alone entirely? Cause for the first time I'm actually with someone healthy and I want to see where it goes. I don't want to mess up my relationship to take a chance on a friends with benefits that could switch just as quickly as he did when he found out I was with somebody else. Um, thanks for advice. So girl, you just have to say to this guy, listen, uh, I don't know what, what's going to get it through your freaking head but your girlie's in love. Okay. And you slept on me and this is what happens. Maybe you don't have to say it exactly like that, but the thing is, this is like a typical case of like, there are some guys that just want what they can't have. And there are some guys that are the type of people that when they know you're with somebody, they will pursue you. And then when you're not, they're not going to pursue you because they're just like, oh, so I would just tell him, listen, I'm seeing somebody and it's serious and I really care about this person. And if, if the roles were reversed, I wouldn't feel comfortable with him having this type of conversation with a woman. You know, I wouldn't feel comfortable with him having this type of, you know, communication with somebody that he had been romantically involved with or however, whichever way you want to phrase it. But I do think you should say something because I think that's the right thing to do. And I would just be like, listen, this is what happens. Like, you know, somebody, somebody else was obviously going to fall in love with me because I'm so, because I'm so charming and cute and I have a little peach. So I have a cute little peach and the, and the word gets around town when that happens, you know, you don't have to word it like that, but Hey, he'll get it. Um, let's do these fuck, Mary kills you guys. Okay. So there were a couple. So this one is Heath bar, Mr. Good bar or Hershey's. I'm killing Mr. Goodbar. I never liked him. Never liked him. Um, what is in a Heath bar again? Hold on. I have to, I have to Google it. You know what? You know what? Um, oh yeah. Oh, Heath bar is, is a uh, toffee. I think I'm going to marry regular Hershey's because even though it does taste like straight up chemicals, I still love it. I love a Hershey bar. So I'm going to marry a Hershey bar. I'm going to fuck the Heath bar. Um, and then I'm going to kill Mr. Goodbar because I, I was just never into Mr. Goodbar. It, Mr. Goodbar is missing something for me. Let me look up the ingredients. It's just, what is it? Just peanuts and chocolate, right? That's like, you know, when you buy like a mixed bag of candy during um, Halloween, I always leave the Mr. Goodbars. I never like the, the whole bag will end up just being Mr. Goodbar. Yeah. It's like chocolate with peanuts. It's, it's, there's no pizzazz there. Okay. Like to me, if I want chocolate and peanuts, I'm going straight for the peanut M&Ms. I'm going straight for a, you know, Snickers or something. I'm not going to a Mr. Good bar. If you buy a Mr. Good bar, you're 94 years old. You're 94 years old. Nobody eats those. I'm sorry, but I'm going to just, I just got to say nobody eats those. Do any of you eat Mr. Good bars? If so, seek help. Seek help, girlies. Okay, so that was that one. 
Um, this next one is vintage clothes, diet Coke or Trader Joe's. Oh my God. These are my three favorite things and my three special treats. I went to Trader Joe's yesterday. It really is gorgeous in there. I absolutely love that place. I'm going to marry Trader Joe's because I'll never not love it. I guess I'm going to, f- oh God, I, do I have to kill diet Coke right now? Okay. Let me just think of my life without diet Coke. Okay. I'm not liking it. You know what, you guys, I actually need to marry Diet Coke. I'm sorry. I'm flip-flopping here, but I'm going to marry Diet Coke. I'm going to... I'm going to fuck... So now I have to kill Trader Joe's. I'm going to... Oh, no. I'm going to marry Diet Coke. I'm going to fuck Trader Joe's. And I got to kill... I got to kill the clothing. Because at this point, something's got to die and it can't be Joe. Cannot be Trader Joe. What is that guy's deal? What is he, Hawaiian or something? Why is everybody wearing a Hawaiian shirt? Let's look it up. Have I done this before on the show? Hold on. Trader Joe. What did he look like? Was he hot? Is there a Joe? Hold on. Let me see. Trader Joe. Oh, Trader Joe. Okay. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't know what he looked like when he was young. There's this picture of him. He looks a little bit older. Would love to have seen him. Like, he looks like one of those guys, you know? That was like a cutie when he was young and then just became like a cute old man. But I really love that place. That place is like freaking heaven on earth. And, you know, the employees there really are special. I love those people. They're so nice. Me wanting to be best friends with my cashier at Trader Joe's. I'm like, they'll be touching like stuff in the, you know, they'll be like ringing me up. I'm like, do you, have you ever tried that? (laughs) They're like, what? Like, have you ever tried that? It's good. (laughs) You should get it. Oh my God. I'm hooting and hollering you guys. So yeah, no, you can't kill, you can't kill the Trader Joe. I, uh, I hope you guys have a great week and we will chit chat next week. If you have questions, you can send them into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com and we'll see you soon. Bye.